Hey, I'm Allison. And I'm Jerry. And this is our podcast. Where we dive into the shows that we're watching with episode breakdown spoilers. And useless bits of information for you to chew on. This is We Have Spoken. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to We Have Spoken. And it's... Let me see if I can do this right. Season two, episode four, chapter 12, The Siege. And if you thought that The Mandalorian was a little bit slow up to this point, it's like full on now. Oh, it's, it's taken off, in my opinion. I think last episode is where it really started taking off. Yeah. Um, this and is this, the, one, this one just, just continues. Yeah, this is the first episode that we got to the end, and I wasn't like, oh, it's over? Like, <laughs> like I, I wanted more of this one. I want more of all of them. I'll, I'll be brutally honest. It, I'm like, oh, 32 minutes? Come on. Give me some more. We had 38 <laughs> minutes this week. They, they gave us six yeah. more minutes. That is true. <laughs> that is true. So what's up, everybody? We're ready. Uh, this episode was a blast. So much inside of it. Let's let's just jump in. We have a, a bunch of tidbits. Um, I'm going to start off with, uh, you know, Mando and the child are, are flying back. Um, and there's a bunch of repairs that are needed to the ship. I mean, what the last three episodes, his ship has yeah, it's been in bad shape. Basically, been ripped apart. Yeah, yeah. And in case ripped for apart and put back together for whatever reason, you're not watching The Mandalorian and you're listening to this podcast. They're going to find. They left episode three, going to find Ahsoka, That's and right. That's their mission. And she's on Corvus. Corvus. That's where they're so, headed. Correct. That's where they're headed, but Mando realizes that his ship is in uh, dire straits. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> uh, as they're trying to make repairs. <laughs> uh, it, well, here's the best part about it: is now we're getting to see a little. We're we're seeing more and more from the child. We're, we're not just getting emotes. We're not just getting little face <laughs> emojis. <laughs> yeah, emotes. That's I mean, exactly what it is. You can't describe yeah. it any better. So so here he is. In the cock, or you know, in this, uh, he's, he's now the little mechanic fitting through this little hole. And Mando's telling him to put the blue wire in the red wire. It was hilarious. He ended yes. up electrocuting himself. Like, I love one. it. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's trying to figure out, he's like, red, blue, plug him in. <laughs> that, hey, that literally has happened to me at work where I'll, I'll be like working on something and, the, and I'll hold, I'll be like holding the wire, like, what does this do? Oh, God, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to see that. So Mando says, you know what, we tried. And he goes, you know what? Let's go see some old friends. Let's yes. get the ship repaired, mm -hmm. which means we're heading to Navarro. And if you were uh, hanging out with us on Twitter this week, we were already talking about that on Thursday. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. I, you, we were good call. Ahead. We were way ahead of it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go see uh, uh, Kara and Grief Karga, who are waiting for him as he lands. Yes. Um, and, we, and we get to see how now uh, Navarro has changed. It's it's now got schools. Yes. It's now got um, a thriving uh, city where people are, you know, working and, and, and not just shooting and blasting each other. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was less like a. How do I say it? it was like a, the good sheriff was in town, you know, like in an old Western where you had the good yeah, sheriff well, and everything's like prosperous. Correct. And... So, yes, we want Well. Kara is the marshal there now. Yes. Um, and she seems to be controlling things and running things, uh, like you said, in, in, in the right way where everything's uh, blooming. <clears throat> um, so as they, you know, Mando drops off and says, hey, I just want my ship repaired. Uh, Grief says, this is going to take a while. 
um, puts his best men on it and says, hey, what do you know? We got another mission. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course, right? <laughs> we all know how the Mandalorian way. So, of course, he joins in. He knows that you know re- rebuilding his ship is going to take some time. So now the new mission is this the last Imperial base on their planet. If I'm not mistaken, right? This is this is the last one, and they yeah. can now make this. They can make Navarro a central trade post, right? Is right. That what they're trying to do, and they that's well. They think that by getting rid of it, that yes. they'll that that'll be like open it up to make it like this trade point in the in that part of the galaxy because where they're at is kind of like the middle of nowhere in space, which doesn't really make sense. But you kind of get the <laughs> idea that uh, um, Navarro Seven is sort of out of the loop of all these other planets that are, or all these other galaxies are, or I don't even really know how to explain it. They're kind of on the outside. They're not exactly in the suburbs of all the big metropolises. <laughs> in the suburbs of the planets and, and galaxies. So, so the idea is that they have this like sort of, not really a stronghold, like in their mind, it's just like a few, you know, just a few people that just won't give it up. Like you lost the war. Correct. But just yeah. they're just like not giving it up, and so yeah, that's that's kind of the idea. They're like, let's just kind of slide over there and run them out of town. Yeah. So Kara, grief, um, Mando, <clears throat> and before before they take off, yes. Mando, and then uh, uh, Mithal, right? The uh, Mithril. Mithril, like yeah. gotta say his name Mithril. right. He he's. Yeah. He's there from, if you guys remember, he's from, uh, from one of the first bounties. Way back, the <laughs> the first bounty that you see with Correct. him. Yes. Yeah. Um, but before that, Mando drops off the child at the school. Yeah. Um, There's... And, and, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you're good. You're good. Actually, <laughs> he drops off the kid before we meet the Mithro, but yeah. Yeah, so he drops off the child, and we get to see, you know... He uses his uh, power again. Yeah, that's that's a uh, that's a big thing. To, to but steal some, I don't even know what that kid's eating. Like some blue Oreos, crackers, blue crackers. Yeah, but it was it was you, hilarious. Right? Yeah, so, you get to see him like be bullied and then be the bully. Correct. So he drops him off in school. He's like, "Hey, I want your." He's looking at the kids' crackers. The cracker. The kid says, "No, nope." <laughs> Which so means so nothing just, to him. Yeah, he's like, oh, really? Um, you know I ate some frog eggs, right? Yeah. <laughs> so he just, the kid's looking away, and this is what to me is the best part about this, and and the uh, the directing and the writing in this is, you know, we're waiting, I've been waiting for him to use the Force again, um, you know, waiting for that, oh, no, Mando's in trouble, but here he is using it for some crackers. Yeah, he's up to and no I good love with it. it. Yeah, because he's, yeah, he's, he's a kid, like he... He doesn't understand the gravity of every situation he's in because he's a child. Correct. Yeah. It's amazing. So, I, I, like I said, I love that part of it. They said, hey, you know, we're just going to have him use it because we've been waiting. I mean, what was it? Season one is season one, episode yeah. maybe four is when he used it. Yeah. He, um, yeah. That's about it, too. Yeah. So, it's been a while. So, I've been waiting and here he is using it on some crackers. They drop him off. He's now in, in the school and they say he's going to be safe. And Kara, Grief Karga, um, Mando, and say his name again? Uh, Mithril. They just call him the Mithril. I don't know if that's his name or if that's who he is or if it's his call sign. I think that's his species. That's his ad. If I'm not mistaken. On Twitter. (laughs) That's his his ad on Twitter. I like it. Well, they go on a mission. They head to this Imperial base. Uh, Mithril is using his speeder. And 
they Driving. they make a reference really fast. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you yeah. off, but they make oh, a no. reference to him being blind in the left eye from coming out of carbonite freezing. Like they thought him out. He was frozen in carbonite in episode one of season mm -hmm. one. They thought him out because I don't even know Captain. why. Yeah, I guess because he was just a bounty, and then um, yeah. he's blind in his left eye from being in carbonite, and that's kind of a reference to Return of the Jedi when they thaw Han out. Uh, Han can't see for most of the battle of uh, I don't even know what it is. It Jabba's palace floating, but when they're gonna throw him into the Sarlacc, um, he can't see. <laughs> Because he's he's blind for you know temporarily, so I he guess if you get uh, frozen in carbonite, you're one of the side effects is you're blind a little bit, but only in your left eye. Well, no, he Han couldn't see at all. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, <laughs> but it was only temporary. <laughs> I didn't catch that. That's a good catch. <clears throat> so they that's so as they head in they they get to these this imperial base and they're trying to get into the bottom mando finds a way in it by flying to the top and there they find uh what is yeah, it a marauder jet, yeah he jetpacks he's like hang on guys <laughs> he, yeah, he, I got jet, this. he jetpacks up and then the next thing a stormtrooper just comes fly <laughs> <laughs> that was great opens up the doors they come in easy peasy right um yes and, and they thought this was just a you know an imperial base that just maybe had a couple um troops there just you know keeping a i don't want to say a stronghold because they thought it wasn't something big but we yeah well out. The, the whole deal was they were afraid like they're they thought that there was like uh weapons there that you know yes. these like traders would come in or like scavengers would come in and just cause all kinds of problems and so what they think that they're doing is we're gonna go there and sort of run out whoever's here and then confiscate all that. Like, that's the plan. That was the plan. That's where I got confused. You're right. That was the plan when they were sitting talking about it. But when they got there, they were like, let's just blow it up. Yeah. Yeah, like, let's just blow <laughs> the like, whole thing up. Because he's, uh, Mithril's like, oh, dude, do you know how much money we could get for this? Uh, yeah. And, the Marauder. Yeah, and that Marauder is the last episode. You see it in the last episode of season one when um, Moff Gideon has him uh, pinned in the, the little pub area. And all the yes. stormtroopers come piling out of this like transport car. That is true, and they're all it's stuck inside the uh, the base. That's right. <clears throat> so so yeah, they find the Marauder, but we we find out there's a lot more going on there. So they're like, let's you know, let's set up the reactor. They they find the reactor first, or do they find the um, the transmission first? Mm, I think they they find the transmission after they, because remember they're in a hurry. And then they're like, hold up now. We got to investigate this. And Mithril's like, no, 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 no. Wait, didn't you say we have to leave? <laughs> yeah. Because he's, so he's kind of a big girl. I mean, he, yeah, he's a, he is not he's very, he is not adventurous at all. Yeah. So, well, yeah, they find out there's more going on there. They go and set up the reactor, uh, the lava reactor. They, to, they, uh, they make the Mithril do it. And he's like, <laughs> he's all like there's no safety rail and he's like yeah, do it or i'm great. gonna put you back in carbonite <laughs> well and he told him too you, you know i'm gonna give you i'll take off yeah. 100 100 years if you do this with us in the beginning right i guess yeah. he's serving 350 years for his yeah his because punishment. He, yeah he yeah he tried to pull one on grief Karga. <clears throat> so he's serving 350 years uh working for grief Karga, 
And now that he's got him going, he said he's going to take off 100 years. So then during the reactor, he's like, I'll take another 20 years or 30 years off. Just get him yeah. <laughs> yeah, anytime they need him to do something that they don't want to do. Which is everything, if yeah. you notice it. <laughs> yeah, it's all the bad work. Get over there, hurry up. And he's like, God, poor guy is just uh, told what to do every second. So yeah, he, yeah the safeguard, there's no safety rail. <laughs> I was dying. I thought that was hilarious. So he sets the reactor. Um, and they say about 10 minutes, right? They set the reactor and then, uh, the, yeah. they ask how long he goes, we yeah. got about 10 minutes. Yeah, he says about 10 minutes. Cause they don't really know. Yeah. So the, as they run in through, they come into, uh, they, yeah, they see guess, these, these two guys are at a console and one of the guys looks at the other guy and they're like, he's like, destroy it. And they start blasting. It. One of them's yeah. blasting back at Mando and and the others and Team. one guy is just blasting at the console and they, trolls they, yeah. yeah they try to they try to break it all up and the two guys that are working in that station I noticed were wearing they they have the same uniform they have a patch on their shoulder from uh, the Clone Wars so these guys are not necessarily part of the Empire they're probably being contracted by the Empire but they are cloners. Like they work for the cloning company that they use to make all the, the clones mm -hmm. from episode yeah. episode two, yeah, yeah. And when I say two, episode but, two, I mean I mean like the original star the Star Wars movies, not episode two of this show. Yeah, episode two of uh, Star Wars, but and and yeah, you can tell too they're wearing different outfits from what everybody else in the building is too, right? Their their outfits like a gray with a blue top. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not so like too, your your you know. Stormtroopers at right. the controls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't really so, like how so this they, conversation's going anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> so so they they started destroying the controls. They uh the team, Grief uh Grief Karga, Mando, they take them out. Yes. And they tell the the Mithril to <laughs> pull up the controls and they see that there's a little bit more going on here. And yeah. standing in front of them is is a, a body in water. Yeah, well there's uh, there's multiple yeah, there's multiple like um, creatures. Let's like call them creatures. Test, yeah, they're like giant test tubes. They're these like uh, they're not. Well, I guess they are bodies of something, but they're there's some sort of creature floating. By the way, I'm about to nerd out pretty big. Um, the this is where <laughs> nerd alert. This yeah this this is where the episode gets kind of deep, and it's not just like Star Wars like this is some like a concept that they've put in Star Wars books they talked about it in the actual um when the, the book version of the newer trilogy they talk about it in that um, they talk about it in some of the games that they've made so unless you followed like everything Star Wars some of this doesn't really make sense it's not like so convoluted that you can't really pick up on it but if you have paid attention to anything Star Wars, or you just listen to us talk, there are like a million different possibilities that could come out of the next like 30 seconds of this show. Yeah, with this testing? Yeah. Correct. So keep going. Let's, let's okay. tell them about it. What you, so, so, so we see the creature, yeah, they, and your first, first instinct was? Yeah, so they zoom, the camera kind of like slow zooms in on the, the middle test tube, and it's it's really dimly lit. It's kind of hard to see, but that the, the creature that's in there has the same scar on his head that Snoke had, which is from the newer movies. Um, I think that he was in the, the second one. Seven, eight, seven, eight, nine? Well, he's not in nine. 
He, um, yeah, he he doesn't make it to nine. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> but <laughs> I was just saying the last three, right? They came yeah. on sets of yeah. three. So I think, but yeah, so, I think he's in seven and eight. Yeah, it's but anyway, the reason that I I kind of went there with my brain is when he had the the scar, he kinda of has like I don't really know how to describe it. It's not like um his shoulders and his back are kind of arch weird, sort of like Snoke's. But um if you've seen Snoke He's like very experimented. Look, like he looks like he's had experiments run on him. I don't want to say like disfigured because he's not really disfigured. He's just kind of like had so many. Yeah, he's had so many experiments run on him. He just doesn't look normal, you know. But when they zoom in, they actually have Snoke's theme, his like his motif as as they would call it, like playing in the background of that shot. So it's almost awesome. they're either they're either playing with people who know a lot about Star Wars or they're saying because we know we talked about it. If you listen to the podcast since the beginning, sorry, I'm getting excited. I'll have to tone it down. Uh, easy. Tiger. Um, <laughs> um, but it, we've talked about it since the beginning of this podcast. We know what happens in the Star Wars universe. So a lot right. of this stuff that we see on the show, we're just connecting dots. They're giving us. The clues, like they're out in front of us, so we only we know where the empire is going. We just don't know how everything kind of plays into it, and we know that Snoke was a huge proponent in the first two of the newer movies, of the the yes. the new trilogy. So it could be him, or it could not. <laughs> <laughs> well, and to your point, right? They're playing the music. It looks like him. So our research after the fact, we freeze the frame and you put Snoke right next to him. And it, I mean, if we could show you on the podcast, maybe we'll, it'd be one of our tweets. Yeah. Maybe that's something yeah, we, we show yeah, you guys. Yeah, we could tweet it. But it's, I think it's, I'm right there with you. It makes a lot of sense. And then let's go further, right? So not only does that pop up, right? As the right. mythical goes through the console, yes. a, a transmission comes through. Yes. And hey. we're not going to read it verbatim. Right. But it, it, it alludes to the same thing. And, and they're talking about um, the blood of the child. Yes, and how they're uh, testing on their subjects. Um, this is what the child is small. He he. Uh, I was only able to get a, uh, a limited amount without killing him. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they want the lab the 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 tests to continue, he's gonna need access to the donor, um, right? Which and, it, and so here's where I'm sorry going. Yeah, to, go and he, he says we're gonna need you know we're gonna need more blood basically, and I doubt we're gonna find anybody else with an M count, which is talking about midi-chlorians, which mm-hmm. is from episode one, I think it's the only time they really talk about it, is when Qui-Gon Jinn tests Anakin's midi-chlorian rate. Or, it was or, off the charts. Yeah, and it was like 20,000 or something like that. 200,000? It was a I, two and some zeros. Look it up, I promise <laughs> you. But he, It was a lot. It, but that measures, it doesn't mean that, you know, they talk about Anakin having a higher uh, M count uh, than, than Yoda. That didn't mean that he was more powerful than Yoda. What it meant was that he had more potential than Yoda. Right. Yeah. So that's so what's that's the, again alluding to is that what they're creating? Are they trying to make um, what what was it uh, force? Yeah, yeah. So they they have the shadow troopers, which are like force sensitive stormtroopers. You go force sensitive stormtroopers. They were created by injecting them with you know. Force blood. I don't know what else to call it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently it's the child's blood, and, and well, so that's where I'm asking, right? Is it 
Is it the child we know of? Right. Because if you go back to season one of The Mandalorian, uh, the child was in their custody for a very little while. Yes. And when Mando got him and blew up the build or blew through the building and got him back out. And they did get some of his blood. And that was way back in the first season. Yeah. Correct. So either A, they were using that little bit of blood, or is there another one? And and I'm just happy. And it makes it. It makes it seem like they maybe have had, because they've obviously they've had massive failure, right? None of the things that we see are alive, and he talks about that that in the message that that they haven't really succeeded at all. Um, right. It said that with the child's blood that it looked like they were going to. Mm-hmm. It looked they had better results for a short time, and then it you know went bad. But he, he didn't want to kill off the subject because it's working, and that's the only thing. Right. That if, he, if he takes all the blood, it would have killed it. Right. And the other so there's a there's another theory about the blood that they could have been using, which I don't I don't know about. I mean like it's this is out there, but it could be they one of the things that I was reading was saying that, you know, they were, you know, using multiple people's blood and one of them could have been blood that they got from Luke Skywalker's hand when Darth Vader cut it off. Hmm. And oh, I wow. feel like I feel like that's super stretch. Um, yeah, I, but I wanted to throw it out I mean, there just because it's a you know it's a fun talking point. But I don't I don't really they haven't alluded to Luke at all. Um, no, they've alluded to Anakin a lot. They've, they've alluded know? to Anakin. There's a lot of a uh, lot. They're tying in a lot more uh, characters into this. Yes. not Luke yet. And I think that we're seeing it. that because. It was a lot. I think that it was more successful than they thought it was going to be. And they so, want to make it. Yeah. So now they want to make it all part of it. But like with the pod racers, everything, you know, we've been to, we've been to Tatooine twice. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, Ahsoka was Anakin's uh, Padawan. Padawan. And anyway, there's a lot tying in. Even, I don't want to, you know, skip what you have written for notes, but even at the end, when we see Moff Gideon finally, he's wearing a very Darth Vader chest piece of, you know, armor with the lights and the the cape and all that. And so, I mean, they're alluding to Darth Vader quite a bit. Yeah, correct. So before we get there, there's a lot of people being tied in. So they get this transmission. He's like, that's got to be old, right? Mando thought uh, Moff Gideon was dead. Yes, well, everybody they, but us. I mean, everybody assumed he was, but we saw in the last episode he gets out of the ship. Correct, correct. But Mando and the team thought he was dead. They find out right. the transmission's only three days old. Yes. They're like, we got to go. It's about to explode. They got a bunch of information. Um, so they work their way out of the Imperial base, you know, fighting yeah. slash killing all the bad stormtroopers who can't aim. Yes. Um, Not but they good. get to the end. Yeah, they get to the end and they have to use the Marauder. Yeah, God, and I'm so happy. Well, so when they realize that Moff Gideon is still alive, Mando uh, splits ways with everybody. He rockets out to go get the child because the child is in danger now that they know that Moff Gideon Correct. is still out there. Correct. So good, catch. good, good, good rewind because the that is huge. Yeah, the only people in the Marauder are uh, uh, Kara. Yeah, Grievous or not Grievous? Uh, oh, Grievous is in this, no? No, grief, grief, Karga, um, Kara, Kara, and the Mithril. Yes, They're, they and they have to escape. They take the Marauder. It, yeah, and it's like your typical like 
one person's on the gun, somebody's driving, <laughs> they're driving off the charts. I mean, like, it's the Star Wars getaway. I have to say this, though, before we go any further. Why are the Star Wars targeting system still in the, in the 60s? I, dude, I don't <laughs> know. It's so, it's so funny. Because they have TIE fighters. They, they're able to do, uh, they're able to fly, uh, what is it? Uh, what's it when you go to light speed? Yeah. Um, they're, they're able to do, they have weaponry like we've never seen before, but their targeting system when fighting is uh, 1960s uh, yeah. Contra. Well, like, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder how much that has to do with like when, you know, the original movie came out. What year was it? Um, 83? No, 77. I think it was in the 70s. Maybe. Uh, anyway, so I wonder how much of the decisions like that are made to keep it like the old Star Wars. And then I wonder how many like decisions they were faced with when they made episode one, two, and three. Because they're like, okay, we have a ton more technology than we had when, what... when we made Star Wars originally. But these movies actually take place before those movies. So everything that we think would be cool, we have to like dial it back. Understood, but this is still in between. What was it? Um, uh, this is in between three and is it? Uh, yeah, this is in between three and four, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, but they didn't have that much time after three to. I mean, it's only a well, few it, years, so it wouldn't have advanced that much, especially with the whole Star Wars Galaxy universe. Have you being seen our war. phones? Our phones from twenty years ago <laughs> to now. <laughs> Hey man, I'm just saying I, hey we're man. going off on a tangent. I just got to no. beat it up because I think that's hilarious. No, I think it's great that they still use it though. They're just like, we could do something cooler, but this is Star Wars. Yeah, true. The, that when you see that, you're like, oh god, they're gonna they can't hit the broad side of a barn. <laughs> I think it's funny when they start the getaway and the uh, the guys come out on the speeder bikes and the two oh. stormtroopers run into each other and crash on the rocks. Yes. But that well, is, I mean, I will say that was a gnarly uh, hill to come out of. Like, yeah. Why would when you they, take the speeder bike out of the bottom floor? I don't know, because they were on the top floor. But when those guys jumped those down that canyon, I was like, those dudes are bad to the bone. They had, they had huge huevos. <laughs> <laughs> they had huge frog eggs. <laughs> yeah, so so here we go. They they take off in the Marauder. They launch off the Imperial base and smash into their own speeder. <laughs> and they're flying through the canyon. Mm-hmm. Here's the best part. This is where things really kick off for me is you're like, oh, man, you see the TIE fighters off the roof. Yes. Four of them. Mm-hmm. Right, before, right before the whole thing erupts. <clears throat> yes. Right before it explodes from the lava, the lava core. And then, as you mentioned, the speeder, uh, the speeders... Mm-hmm. Speeder bikes. <clears throat> um, I don't know how many there was. Four or five. I think uh, they. I think they started with like five. Yeah, and five or six. It's like two three. crashed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so right away, their speeders are right on them. They're fighting. Um, uh, Grief Carga gets on the gunner and he's taking yes. them out. He's and taking he, them out left and right. He manages to take one out that right before they get them all tapped in on the Contra console, <laughs> on the targeting system. That's right. He gets on the roof and uh, he's about to throw a grenade inside and then and he gets him. So then they're like, yes, we got him. And then you hear the TIE fighters. Yes. You know, the good old TIE fighter. I wish I could, I yeah, wish I could make no, it. No, I was going to comment on that too. That is literally, like when you hear that, that is a sound that is 100% Star Wars. Mm-hmm. The TIE fighters, 100%. Yes, it's, 
it's like one of those sound effects. It's like I have no idea how they did it, but it's amazing. Yeah. Well, and it was great, right? Again, we're tying in a bunch of things that were, you know, we got to see the uh, the X wings in what's episode one and two of this season. Yes. Um, that was epic, awesome to see. And now we're seeing the Tie Fighters. Man, this is getting. Yes. Hold on, this is getting crazy, y'all. Yeah. No, and it really is like because it. This to me is like the first, like the last two episodes, but this episode was like the first episode from the very beginning. To the very end, I wanted more. Like they, it just oh, wasn't yeah. long I, enough. I'm like that every episode, but yeah, these are these are these are great. So they, if you remember correct, correctly, um, Mando took off and separated. They're flying through, and he's trying to take out the Tie Fighters. I think Grief gets two of them, if I'm not mistaken, and there's two left. No, and now they're out in the open. He gets one of them. One of them. So there's, and there's three left. Three left. Yeah so I'm, here they are out yeah. in the open they get out of the canyon mm-hmm. right and they're almost like they've got like just a little bit to make it i, I was asking like what you're gonna make it where because they're still gonna shoot it yeah <laughs> but but like they're like we're almost there you know yeah and i looked over at my wife and i was like what you're gonna take them back to the town and let them destroy the town yeah like the I whole was... city yeah <laughs> you got a you got a cave you're about to fly into that they can't see you i didn't know but i don't <laughs> Out of the sky comes Mando yes. in the Razor Crest and just puts on a show. Yes. Like at first I was like, really? He is out flying these TIE fighters? Yes. If you doubted him and his flight ability during the second episode, uh, where he's is that the second? Yeah, it's a, no, it's the third episode. Yeah, and this uh where he landed no, it he is somehow the second. landed. It's the second episode when he outflies the X Wings for like five seconds. Yes. If you were doubting him then, he puts on a clinic of how to fly a beat-up piece of crap ship. Well, I it's mean, fixed now. Yeah, it's but fixed. I mean, it's still old and outdated. They talk about it all the time. Correct, but he comes in, he he blasts one instantly, he goes in, he he takes all of them out, yes. and it was a pretty epic little uh It is. Uh, it's like, show. The, it's very reminiscent of the, the final run on the Death Star, where, <laughs> like, Han Solo comes in at the end, you know? And he's like, they're all your kids, you know, and he's like, take your shot or whatever he says. And yeah. that's that's exactly what it reminded me of. It was Mando's Han Solo moment. It was it was epic. So he takes him out and Mando takes him out and, and he continues flying. Like he doesn't come back, say goodbye. No, nope. I'm not mistaken. Right? They radio, I think. But also in this. Oh, yes. He's radioing like, hey, yeah. you know, can I at least buy you a drink or something? Yeah. <laughs> um, but here during the battle, this is the even cooler part. You know, he's he's pulling, you know, five G yeah, flipping around. Flipping around, and, yes. <laughs> yes. And in the ship. Yes. His baby <laughs> is the child with his hands up going, yeah. He's like, and yeah. he also has the crackers. Yes, he's got he the, had crackers. the crackers. He's cheering, he's got his hands up. Yes. Uh, you know, doing an emote. It's <laughs> no, but it's the best. It's like he's on a roller coaster ride. He's loving yeah. it. He's loving it. Mando takes him out, and then he's like, "Oh man, that was yes." And he and he starts oh my out. gosh, that that right there. I was I was I was watching it, and I was making uh, dinner, and by making dinner, I was watching a pizza in the oven. But I was oh. I was watching it, and when he spit up, I literally spit water out of my mouth. <laughs> like it was so funny because I was like, "That's exactly what a kid would do." 
Oh, oh, like, yeah. I mean, be like, th- I love this small, this merry-go-round. It's the bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I say five G's, I mean he's throwing it up into, you know, any locks. I, I, I don't know space or you know flight terms, but he, I don't know space he, flight he would... terms. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but he's he's pulling five G's easy. Yeah, I'm gonna say that right here. Yeah, he's getting. I mean, in. Yeah, <clears throat> so I'm pretty sure I would throw up. As I, well, but I would definitely throw up. It was pretty cool to see. So, uh, Mando takes off. He's got his ship fixed up, and he's got the child. He's out of there. Yes. Um, so here's where we find he's, out he's headed know. to Corvus. Like he's headed to meet Ahsoka, and that's something to keep in the back of your mind for the next few minutes of our conversation. Yes, because this is very important, right? So, um, <clears throat> the the New Republic pilot shows up again, and he's trying to get like a report. You know, yes. finding out how this Imperial base blew up, what mm-hmm. was going on. Yeah, because um, it's course. he's like, this isn't just like, these things are just like randomly happening out here in the middle of nowhere. Like, these are all connected. I'm not dumb. You're covering for Mando. And he knows it. He just doesn't have it. No one's going to tell on him. Yeah. So he's taking down a report. You know, uh, Grief tells him he'll send him, send him a, a what do you say, a, a memo or a, a message? A tra- transmission? Transmitter? He's gonna he say something. Yeah. Well, he yeah. He basically was yeah. He's gonna send. If he remembers anything, he's gonna get in contact with him somehow. If he remembers. Yeah. So anything. then the pilot, the pilot leaves and goes and walks past uh, uh, Kara. Right. Who then you know says, "Hey, we could really use a pilot like you in in the uh, in the New Republic, right?" No, I think he says fighter. I don't think he says pilot because well, like she yes people know who she is. Because she's got like that. I think the tattoo that she has is pretty significant of uh, like what she did. Correct. Well, and yeah, correct. I just, I think he just says we could use a fighter like you. Yeah. I don't think it means a pilot or. Yeah. I don't think they were. We need somebody who loves to beat up (laughs) stormtroopers. And uh, she says, uh, what does she say? I'm not a joiner. Yeah. She said, I'm not a joiner. Yeah. What's your theory on that? Um, my theory on her not joining? What no, she... I'm, I'm using the term a joiner. Oh, I didn't have a theory. I thought you had a theory where uh, it was used for another species. Oh, no. I think this is this must be your theory. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe this, is the first, to... this is the first I'm hearing it, but I'm interested. <clears throat> so, uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, she tells... Uh, uh, but let's see, it might be a coincidental phrasing, uh, but joiners were the same name the various people who were assimilated into the hive mind of the insectoid Kiliak species in old Star Wars legends, expanded universe media. So that was just something I had read. I, I don't know much about it myself. I thought it was you, but I, apparently it was one of my theories, but I, I I don't see much into that. Right. Her just saying she's not, you know, a follower is the yeah. way I took that, not a joiner. Right. And they kind of they kind of get into it a little bit. She obviously has fought for the rebellion. Oh yes. Um, yeah. Everybody, everybody knows that. I mean, she's got the tattoos. She's got the rebel. I think it's like the rebel star, like right under her eye, isn't it? Like a tattoo. Uh, yeah. It's she's anyway. got a couple tattoos. Tribal band on her arm. Right. It, long story short, we find out in this episode that Kara is from Alderaan, and that. Alderaan is from A New Hope, which is episode four, but it's the first Star Wars movie, and Alderaan is the planet that um, 
that the Death Star blew up uh, that caused the great disturbance in the Force and, you know, Princess Leia and all that was being held captive and she gave them the, whatever the code was that they needed to blow it up, which is kind of weird. Like, if you got a giant indestructible space station, why do you need the area code to, to hone it in, you know? Yes. But anyway, Correct. but she's from oh, there. Yeah. And, and she uh, lost everybody. Yeah, and says, the guy's right? like, did you lose anybody? And he's like, uh, she said that she lost everyone. Yes. And so, but yeah, no, that's big. That it's that's huge backstory for her. I I didn't expect her to be from there. Of course, I don't know anything about her, and I, and maybe if you knew a lot of her backstory, I know that she was a fan favorite character when they announced that she was going to be in it. Um, so maybe you already knew that she was from Alderaan. But when when I found that out, I was like, I didn't see that coming. You know, that would be a huge reason that she would have fought in the rebellion when she did. Yeah. No, and correct. Everybody has a, a a reason. Everybody has a reason. So that right. makes perfect sense. So that's the end of the of the our side of the episode. Then we get a little teaser or yes. closer, right? And we yes. see that the there's a transmit. We're, we're now on uh, uh, Moff Gideon's ship. Yes, a transmission comes across to one of his you know uh, like, pilots. Or, yeah, some kind of uh, uppity 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 class guy lady. <laughs> and the transmission is the um, the device has been planted as requested. The the uh, the sneaky snake guy, the, uh, sneaky snake the one that like awkwardly looks back at the camera and then makes like a weird hissy sound. But you're like that guy's bad. Earlier yeah, in the right episode, away. yeah, everybody knew right away when he looked back and he made that sound. You were like, oh, that mm. guy's up to no good. He's he's up to no goodness. Yeah, but anyway, mm -hmm. while he was fixing. Uh, Mando's ship, he planted a tracker, which means Oof. that Moff Gideon now knows the location of the child. It's been confirmed that the child is on the Razor Crest. Moff Gideon knows that the child is there and knows where the Razor Crest is, and we know that he's going to find Ahsoka. That's right. So this is going to be big. Yes. Do we get to see that in the next episode? Is it going to be drawn out? So, so this is what we were talking about the force sensitivity in, in the shadow troopers. And in that last scene, you see these like kind of silhouetted dark stormtroopers. I wonder if that's the shadow troopers. I, I mean, they're he's walking through, like you said, he's kind of excited and he tells yes, them that more. He's uh, very, waiting. he's very giddy, very giddy. Yeah. Uh, and then he starts walking through his troops. Like he was, He's wearing like yes. a very Darth Vader esque. Yes, he's got outfit. the chest piece, and he says, yep. "You know, we'll be ready." And then he starts walking through his uh, the troops that are kind of like I don't know if they're mounted to the wall. Yeah, they don't look like they're they're, they're not alive. Is that it? Doesn't look like it looks like they're like in uh, storage. Yeah, but or or being locked into a ship. Like, hey, you know, we're about to go into light speed, so they're locked yeah. in. I don't know. I have and no idea where they're at. I have so many questions about and. Right now, just because I'm looking at the time, congratulations, Jerry. We have a podcast episode that is officially longer than the episode that the podcast is about. <laughs> um, and I have a few more things that I want to talk about about this last 30 seconds. But um, he he says we'll be ready. And we were talking earlier about the, the Shadow Troopers and the Force Sensitivity. And like we we know as the viewer, we're headed to this like massive showdown. And it looks like it's between... Uh, Moff Gideon and uh, Ahsoka, right? Because we know Moff Gideon has the dark saber, but we also know that from the last episode that Bo-Katana, <laughs> I did it for you, Rank. Uh, Bo-Katan, uh, Bo-Katan, you didn't hear it. You didn't hear it. 
<laughs> you didn't hear it. Okay. Uh, Bo-Katan <laughs> is looking for the Darksaber. And so it looks like, and, and there's no news of Boba, Boba Fett since the first no. episode. But since the first episode, nothing. My question with the chess piece, this is, this is a question for you and whoever else. Like, and I'm only asking it just for conversation. So why we were led to believe as a viewer that Moff Gideon had some kind of force uh, of some sort, right? Because he sort of jumps from the ship uh, or maybe it was an ejector seat, uh, but he has the dark saber. And when somebody has a lightsaber, it's kind of indicative of them having the force, you know, a lot of times. Um, In fact, I can't think of any time that somebody without it had one and was using it. So, Uh, yeah, but why does he need somebody who has like the midichlorians in their blood if he has it himself, which kind of makes me wonder, is the chess piece keeping him alive like it was Vader? Does he have some kind of like, it's a good question. Does he have some kind of like blood issue that his midichlorian blood is like all messed up or something and they can't use it? Um, or does he not have any force at all and he just wants some? Like, there's so many questions that ran through my head in the last like 20 seconds of the show. And I'm does not. Does it mean to, to hold his uh, midichlorides? What, what, what are they called? Midichlorians. <laughs> midichlorians and helping him have any kind of power. Yeah. Is. Yeah. Is the child's blood being used to keep him alive? Are are they trying to use... Um, I mean, we know Snoke was a vessel for Palpatine. Are we watching that creation? Like, are we watching that creation on the show? Um, are we watching the transition from Fallen Empire, from Return of the Jedi, to, you know, the First Order? We know that that's happening. Are we watching that? Or does this wrap up before that happens? I mean, like, there's so many questions. Did did Finn correct me if I'm wrong? Did Finn have the Force? I I think so. Yeah, yeah, because he can do some things that I think he was Force sensitive, but he wasn't like you know a Jedi. That's what I'm thinking too. I think he was Force sensitive. Well, you the question you had asked was, have we seen anybody with a a lightsaber? And he's had a yeah, lightsaber. He had one. I really have. Yeah. Yeah, he did have one. He used one. But he was force sensitive. And we've seen Correct. like the kid in the broom. I feel like the new Star Wars movies have so many like random kind of like loose things that they just didn't play out very well. No, I agree. But but nonetheless, a good question. A lot to find out. Why is he I mean, is that just the normal attire? Or is he trying is something keeping him alive? Or yeah. is this like, you know, well, some technology? You, we constantly see this all all of the bad guys in Star Wars want to be Darth Vader. Like oh yeah, you know even Kylo, Kylo Ren wanted to be Darth Vader. Uh, we see uh, Gideon here, literally sort of dressing like Darth Vader. You know, yeah. So we got to wrap it up here. I got to keep us. On, I got to do my part and keep yes. us on time. <laughs> But there's a lot of info going here. The whole the the Snook, um, Snoke, Snoke, yes, Snoke. Yes. I gotta say, sorry, sorry, Snoke reference here. I think uh, we'd like to tweet that out. Tell us your thoughts on that. Um, tell us your thoughts on the last final question of you know is that chess piece keeping uh, Moff Gideon alive? 
what are your thoughts on that? Um, and are we about to see a battle between uh, Ahsoka and it's, Moff Gideon? It's going to be a crazy showdown. I really, and I don't think we're going to see Ahsoka this week. I think we, I, don't think so. I think we'll see her at the end. And the real quick, just like a pro tip, um, the guy who is directing the next episode actually like handled most of Ahsoka's story, so we might see her. Um, but I don't know. Like, it, it's interesting. I don't know why they would have him direct this particular episode if she wasn't involved in somehow, like with the story this this particular episode. We'll find out, but. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Yes. Um, bro, <clears throat> I'm BooBaller02 yes. on Twitter. And, and then we got BroForce1 yes. on Twitter. And uh, we're also on Facebook. Go we, ahead. We are on Facebook. I just, before we forget, if you're in America, have a very happy and safe Thanksgiving with your people or with, with yourself, however you want to do it. I just want to say happy Thanksgiving to everybody. That was going to be Happy celebrating day. it in some capacity this week. Absolutely. And on that note, we'll see you guys next week. This was We Have Spoken.